welcome to Keep Calm and Homeschool On. I'm your host, Rebecca, from homeschoolon.com, mom of five crazy, rambunctious, wild children. I am so excited about today's episode, you guys, because I am going to be talking about the value, the worth of homeschooling. I have a list of podcast episode ideas, and as I was going through this list and thinking about what to talk about today, I mean, there's lots of different questions I can answer, and there's tips that I can give, and but really, what it all comes down to, when we're having a hard day, when we're feeling overwhelmed, the biggest and greatest thing that we need a reminder of is the value of this, the worth of this, because it takes a lot. Homeschooling takes a lot out of you. So today I'm going to be talking about why I homeschool, that it's it's worth it, that this is worth it. And to help drive the point home, I'm going to be starting off with interviewing my six-year-old daughter and I want to share with you a little bit of her heart and then I'm going to put her to bed like a good mom and share with you some of mine. So I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. You're going to hear my 10-year-old daughter cleaning upstairs, avoiding bedtime. So we're just going to let that magic happen. That's what we're going to do. Let's dive in. Hi. My name's Aaliyah Spinner, and I'm six years old. So, Aaliyah, I would like to hear from you. What is homeschooling? Homeschooling is um, when you do school at home. So, what does homeschooling look like for you, for Aaliyah? How would you explain to people what a typical day looks like for you? Do you wake up? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay, you wake up, then what do you do? I wake up early and I do my independent stuff. Okay, so you wake up and you start right away with your independent work. I feel like this is something I haven't seen a whole lot. I feel like when I wake up, you're, you're not doing your independent work. So explain that to us. How? Well, are you waking up and doing independent work or are you waking up and like, playing the iPad? I'm actually um, doing my school because I'm playing this game for like a long time and I've been playing it and I'm pretending that I'm doing my school and I'm actually am. What game is this? A professional. So you wake up, you do independent work that mommy has not assigned and is not actually completing what I have told you to do. Am I correct in that? Yes. (laughs) Okay. What's your favorite thing about being homeschooled? Why do you like being homeschooled? Because I get to do school with you. (laughs) I like doing school with you too. It's one of my favorite things about homeschooling. Do you ever wish you could go to school? No. Really? No. (laughs) Why don't you want to go to school? I like doing homeschooling. Because I get to stay with you and I like staying with you. Do you know what socialization is? No. Socialization means that you have been with people and, and around lots of people, like in groups and activities and as friends. So people say that kids who go to school get socialized, that they spend time with other kids and people so that they're not weird and they know how to talk and they know how to act. Is that silly? Yes. Okay. (laughs) So my question to you is, do you think that you get socialized 
even though you're at home? Yes. How? Because I got a lot of brothers and sisters. Okay, that's good. You have lots of brothers and sisters, but also do we just stay home and lock our doors and never see anyone else? No. Okay, so what other reasons are you socialized? We're going to swimming lessons. Do you see human beings at swimming lessons? Yes. Oh, okay. So you see human beings in swimming lessons and do you think that that's being social or being with other people? I don't know. It's a complicated question and I think that people make it really, really complicated. Do you think because you are homeschooled that you are different than other kids? Yes. How? Because everyone's different people. Is homeschooling fun? Yeah. Do you like being together as a family? Do you think that you would miss your brothers and sisters if you were in school? Yeah. Aaliyah, what grade are you in? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, you're technically in grade one, right? Yeah. But are you doing grade one stuff? Not really. The only thing I'm doing grade one one is my science shepherd and my my story. Right. Most of what you're doing is actually grade two. Yeah. Do you think it matters what grade you're working at? Do you think that if you were working at kindergarten stuff and grade two stuff and grade one stuff, do you think it really matters? No. Why? Because at least you're learning. I think homeschooling is hard for mommies, but I think their kids are probably glad doing it. All right, thanks so much, Aaliyah, for joining us. You're welcome. (laughs) I hope you have a very good sleep. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. You guys, I just sat here and listened to this recording, and... You know how you kind of hear your kids throughout the day, the giggling, the laughing, the goofing off, and it drives you insane, but you just have this moment every once in a while, you're sitting in the car, you're driving somewhere, you look back in the back seat and you see them interacting, or you you are just drinking your coffee and you look up and you just catch them in some imaginary game, these moments these moments where you catch a glimpse of the treasure that is right in front of you that every second of the day you are taking for granted. And as I'm listening to her giggle and her talk and just the cute little kid sound voice that she still has that she's not going to have for a whole lot longer, I see a moment. And this is part of why I homeschool. This is a big part of why I homeschool. These moments would be just gone. They, no one would, would see them. No one would care. No one would notice or appreciate. There would be moments all throughout my daughter's life that would just be thrown to the wind and disappear. And I would not have that opportunity. When I think of somebody else teaching my kids, I am selfish. I honestly am selfish. I selfishly want those moments. Now the actual follow through the day to day is not always as glamorous as I want. I don't always see the moments because it's real life and I'm a real life person who gets real life annoyed. Like let's be real. But but the thing is, is that I still get them. I get them every day, at least once a day, usually more than that, a lot more than that. I sit there 
and I catch my kids. I catch my kids doing something or talking or something and I just see one of those things, one of those moments that I just know I'm going to treasure. I'm going to store up in my heart like Mary in the Bible. It's like I'm going to treasure this forever. I'm never, ever going to forget this moment. The way you're playing with those stuffed animals and tying little ropes around their neck and walking around with them or or the way that you're playing together or whatever. These things are treasures. And so I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss a single thing. I really don't. For those of you that aren't aware of who I am or what my story is, I was homeschooled myself through a lot of my education. Not all of it, a lot of it. I went to school for kind of random years here and there, usually when my mom was pregnant and about to have a baby. (laughs) But I also went to school for high school because when I was being homeschooled, there was not a lot of options for you if you were in high school to get a diploma and go to college or university, which I wasn't sure I wanted to do, but I actually kind of wanted to go to school at that point anyways. I wanted to try it out and I felt like I was ready. Now, I was two years younger than everyone else for two reasons. The first being that the old province that we lived in, the cutoff date was different. So normally, and this is probably, I feel like this is commonplace now, December is the cutoff date. You need to turn the age of all the other children in the classroom by December or the end of December. But when I was going to school, it was the end of February. So my birthday was in February. So I was already a year ahead because I was put in, in Alberta into a higher grade. Now, when I was doing school, I just was keen. I was just one of those little keeners. I have one or two of those little keeners myself, and they're the ones that are just always ahead. They School comes very easy to them. And Aliyah, who you heard from today, is one of those kids whose school just comes very easy to her. She's already working a year ahead in almost every single subject and just has no problems. When I asked her, um, I actually cut it out of the interview, but I asked her if homeschooling was hard, and she said, not really. <laughs> and I thought, all right, well, that's fine. We'll just leave that out then because that's not necessarily going to change anything. But she really does find it easy. And I was that way. I, I just found school easy. It always has been. If I put any level of effort in, no problem getting an A. Sometimes no level of effort in and I could still get an A. It just was easy and enjoyable and I loved to learn and I loved to write. I have always loved to write, to share stories and communicate. And so... This this life of mine, of, of homeschooling, really did just prepare me for what I knew I wanted for my own kids. The other thing I always wanted was to be a mother. That's I've always wanted that. I've always, in fact, when I was in high school and, and considering universities and colleges, I remember my mom just, you know, saying, well, what are you going to do? And like, and, and I just thought, you know, what's the point? What's the point of going to college and getting a degree when I just know I'm going to get married? Like, I know I'm going to get married and have kids right away. So I'm going to throw all that money and time away. Like, it's just, like, it's it's pointless. I mean, if I need to go there to get a husband, sure. But really, like, I just, I just knew. I knew, I knew, I knew. I wanted a family. People ask what I want to be when I grew up. I want to be a mom. I wanted to be a mom. It was, like, my biggest aspiration. So... So I always kind of knew that this was the path I was on. I always kind of knew I wanted to homeschool my kids. And really, the hardest part was getting my husband on board. But by the time my kids were anywhere near school age, he was more than on board. Um, we had a lot of those conversations and and uh, differences of opinion when our kids were babies because we like to think way ahead into the future like crazy people. But anyways, so by the time our kids were ready for school, there was no question about it. We were homeschooling. Our children have never 
been in the public school system or private school system. They've always been home with us. And my oldest is in grade six now. So they've always had this experience of being homeschooled. And I understand that a part of it when I interview my kids and when I ask them about homeschooling, a part of their answer comes from the fact that they just don't know any different. And I understand that they are not going to be the best the best way of, of looking at and saying, you know, this is the end all be all because it's not like they've experienced both worlds and can speak to it from both perspectives. But I can I have been in both worlds and I can speak to it from both perspectives. And not only that, I can speak to it from the perspective of a child who grew up being homeschooled. I can speak to it from a perspective of a mom who is homeschooling. I can speak to it from multiple different angles. And I feel like like somebody out there needs to hear today that this is worth it. That homeschooling is so beyond worth everything you are pouring into it. I know you wake up tired. I know that you feel unmotivated. I know you're struggling with wondering if, if, if what you're doing is the right decision. I know that you're overwhelmed by curriculum options. I know that sometimes you go to bed feeling like you just sucked that day. I know that sometimes your kids ask to go to school and it breaks your heart. I know that sometimes you think that your kids would be better off in school and that you're failing them. I know these things because I've experienced them myself. I know these things because these are things every homeschooler goes through. These insecurities, these struggles, these thoughts, this guilt that plagues your mind and that just constantly you're fighting and battling with. I get it. I really do get it. But from a child who was homeschooled and and graduated and is here today as, as an adult that is not weird or socially awkward or any of those things, I can tell you that the relationship that I have with my family, the relationship that I have with my mom and my dad and my siblings is something that was fostered and created in homeschooling. I can tell you that the success that I have as as a speaker, as a writer, as a business person, an entrepreneur, everything that I do with this blog, um, everything, my creativity, it comes from not being taught in a box. It comes from the fact that I had the freedom to be taught at, at my own pace, which was accelerated. And I had the freedom to do that, to grow and learn at my own pace and not be told that I needed to do a certain thing at a certain time, that I couldn't do these things because those were above or that I had to be where I wasn't. I had the freedom and flexibility to pour myself into my interests and my passions. And because of that, because of my own experiences with homeschooling, I feel like I can come to you today and tell you, I understand all those feelings and all those thoughts, but just for one second, take them all out of your mind, ignore them all, tell them all to go far, far, far away and listen to these words. What you are doing is worth it. What you are doing is worthy. What you are doing is life changing. You are setting your kids up for a path that they really, I strongly believe they cannot get the same level that they can get at home. Now, I'm not even necessarily talking about education here according to the world standards. You want your kids to have a 4.0 GPA and to just get through the motions and learn how to learn for the sake of a teacher? Yeah, sure, send them to school. Because the reality is they're not gonna get that same experience at home where they're gonna learn what a teacher and a school's expectations are and how to please authority. Because the school system has this arbitrary line 
of normalcy. The school system has this idea of education being essentially please me, please the teacher, please the arbitrary line, meet the expectations that are constantly shifting and changing. If you can learn how to be a people pleaser, then you will succeed in school, you will succeed in college, you will succeed in education. Great. Congratulations. You've raised the conveyor belts education model. And that's not all bad. That really is not all bad. And I, I do want my kids to learn how to adapt and be able to um, be able to change and to grow with, you know, with, with what us people are expecting of them. So I do want that flexibility. But that is not all I want for my child. I do homeschool for these relationships because these relationships are, are, are going to be what tether my kids. I homeschool for values and morals because goodness knows that these values and morals are not being taught in the public school system or really any school system. Nobody shares the same passions and vision that I have. Nobody can instill that in my kids better than I can. No one. I believe that education is so much more than facts. I believe that education is about life experience. Because for me, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I could do anything I wanted to do, barring my own physical limitations. I'm short. There's a good chance I'm not going to be Michael Jordan. Okay, let's just face it. However, if you take my physical limitations out of the way, my mind limitations, I could be a doctor. I could be a scientist. I could be whatever I want to be. Why? Because I have that confidence in myself because I know how to learn, because I know that I have the tools and the ability and the resources to go wherever I want to go. That's what I want for my kids. I don't remember what I learned about ancient Greece. I don't remember what what math facts I learned. I'm relearning them along with my grade six son. I don't remember any of that. He's asking me, what is the value of this? Well, there's value in math. I'll tell you that. I know I use math to build my schoolroom down here, but uh, all of this equivalent fractions, and, and I'm not going to say crap because, you know, maybe your child's listening, but seriously, seriously, all of this, these facts we stuff in their head, grammar rules, like diagramming sentences, you guys, come on. I'm not saying don't diagram sentence with your kids. Sure, sure. Teach them how to do it. It's going to help them understand the English language, whatever. The point is this. When are they ever going to use that? And if they aren't, why are we stuffing random facts? Why do we care that they know about ancient Greece? Why do we care that they know about ancient Rome? Really, the actual facts is not what is important. Sure, that is the steps to an A. That is the steps to a 4.0 GPA. But that is not the steps to teaching a child how to think, how to process, how to be their own person with their own unique thoughts. That is not the path of that. So when I think about homeschooling, when I think about what this is all about, for me, it's not about the facts. It's not about the curriculum. It's not about what is even being taught. It is about the how. It is about the atmosphere. It is about the discussions. It's about the read-alouds. It's about the experience. That, that is education. I homeschool for so many reasons, for so many reasons. But it really is not about a 4.0 GPA to me. My kids here in Canada, I am under a school, kind of like an umbrella school in the United States. And, and really, there's only a very few reasons that I even do that because to be 
completely honest and from the, every every aspect of this podcast episode today, I hope it's probably pretty clear that I don't even really agree with uh, any sort of learning outcomes or, you know, some sort of arbitrary line of normal. I just, it's ridiculous to me. So I don't agree with that. And I absolutely don't agree with my report cards. In fact, my children have never seen their report cards. They don't even know what a report card is. Isn't that glorious? No idea. I don't mark my kids' work other than math to say what's right and wrong. I do not assign them a grade unless it's my daughter who likes to play school for a game, in which case I will give her a mark. But seriously, like I don't even agree with that stuff. But I'm under a school and we got our report cards. And as I'm looking at these report cards, I got upset. I'm not going to lie. I got a little upset because I'm looking at these averages and I'm thinking this whole thing just ticks me off. Yeah, okay, my, my child hasn't covered whatever, ADST, applied design something technologies. Like like they've got to build something and prototype it and sell it and market it and blah, 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 blah. Essentially business, economic, blah, blah, blah. Or they haven't covered economics. They're grade six. I don't care. I don't care. We'll cover that when we have a discussion about it around the dinner table with daddy. Like there is no need for me to go buy a curriculum. I'm not going to panic. Go buy a curriculum so that I can prove on a written piece of paper that they've covered this. Okay, great. Teacher's happy and he gets a higher grade. But for what? Is he ever going to remember this stuff? The only way he's going to remember this stuff is if it means something to him. So when we are talking about economics, when he is starting his own business, all of a sudden these things have meaning. All of a sudden they have context. All of a sudden they come into play. I am not concerned about my children learning what they need to learn. They're going to learn what they need to learn through life, through, through everything that we do. Our whole lifestyle is one of learning. Our life is one of learning. There is no moment that we are not learning. Sure, we joke about the fact that my kids are, are on, on their iPads or they're not actually doing a whole lot of school, which really, if you ask me, they do like three hours of school, guys. Like that's it. That's all of the actual physical work that we're doing. Sometimes it takes us all day because I'm jumping from child to child. But if you count what each child is actually doing, it's absolutely no more than that. And it's a lot less than that for my younger kids. So So we joke about how little school they're doing, but here's the reality. My kids are always doing school. My kids are always learning, always learning, always. Discussion, videos, books, talking, going out, whatever. We have the best discussions in the car, the best discussions in the car. So I don't even know where I'm going. At this point now, I'm just ranting. I'm just absolutely ranting about homeschooling and grades. But anyways, I looked at this and I was so ticked off about about these. I, a lot of my kids got C's, okay? And I, I look at it and for some of them, I get it. They're behind. Even so, I know for a fact my my daughter who's, who's behind. And if you watch the YouTube video, you'll see that she's doing grade three work and she's in grade five. This year alone, I have seen such progress with her. Like, and, and here's the thing. I know that if she went to school because she's so keen, because she so wants to please, because she loves to play school and, and to have structure and routine, just as long as it's not with me. Okay. That's just a reality, which you'd also see in the the YouTube video. But, but because of those things, I know that if she went into grade five school, she would work at a grade five level. No problem. No one would ever know that she was ever behind in any way. She would just jump right up there because she would have no problem being able to please a teacher and do what was expected of her. No problem. Her writing would be up to snuff. Everything she's an incredible perfectionist like like there would be no 
problem. So the C is ridiculous to me because I think it's just if if that's what we're taking and and that's what we're we're giving her as a grade, she would be an A student in school. Absolutely no question in my mind. In fact, she would be an A student over any of my other children and she is absolutely the most behind. It's ironic, really, when I sit and think about it, but she just would respond very well to that environment. I know it, but because her grade is not my primary concern, because it's her heart, because it's her character, because it's what she's learning, because it's the environment and the atmosphere, the freedom to grow and play her instrument and focus on music and and be a child a little bit longer, she's super, super, super innocent. She's innocent. And I feel such a need to protect her innocence. You know, I, I see other other kids, other school-age kids, and, and the music they listen to and the way that they're talking. I'm not even saying it's wrong. It's normal kind of preteeny stuff. She's not there yet. She still wants to play with her cat and roll on the floor and meow and, and crawl around. I just... I I love the innocence. I love the innocence. My priorities are so not on that because I know that in a heartbeat, in a second, in a snap of my finger, she would be where she needs to be. So there's no reason to panic over her being two years behind in her school. There's also no reason for me to push her to to do work at her grade five level because she's just going to fight me and cry every single day and I'm going to cry every single day. So, So I have learned my daughter. I've learned my daughter. And I have found such a beautiful thing now where she teaches her siblings, where she loves to do school, where she does it all on her own. She's so motivated. She does more school than any of her siblings combined because she plays school and she just, she loves it because she doesn't have to go through me. She needs independence. She needs independence. And so I'm learning. I'm learning as I go, but my priority is so not that. So I look at this report card, back to the report card, and I see all these grades and it upsets me. But in the end, I just was, I, my husband was there and I just, I'm looking, I'm just scrolling through and I'm like, but you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Unless they're in high school and these are affecting their transcript. These don't matter. They don't. It's not my priority. And my kids don't even know. They don't even see. If we want them to get a good grade, then fine. We'll start pleasing the people. But the reality is, is that there's not going to be a problem when we're there. Because my kids know so much more than how to please a person or how to pass a test. My kids know how to learn when they need to learn. They know how to have a a deep philosophical discussion about something because we have them all the time. They know how to think and read between the lines of something, not just, just read exactly what people are looking for. My kids have learned how to learn not for the sake of a test, but for themselves. My kids have have a value of learning. And this is why I homeschool. Sometimes it's a shift in our perspective. Sometimes it's stop focusing so much on the to-do list and seek the moments. Those treasure moments where you hear your kid's little voice, the way they say certain words that they're not going to do for much longer. And one day they'll be talking like little adults and you'll hear them and you'll think, I don't even remember what they used to sound like. Take joy in your children. Enjoy them. Really take the time to enjoy them. You're not just going to enjoy them on your own. Okay. You're going to enjoy them when you take the time and you're intentional about it. Savor the moments. Enjoy the process. And if you're not enjoying the process, if your curriculum does not bring you joy and peace, if it's not working for you and your child, ditch it. 
If you need help finding curriculum, come over. I just created a curriculum quiz. It has over 300 recommendations. I have all the subjects broken down. I have all the learning styles, subjects, curriculum for each subject, for each learning style, for budgets that are big, budgets that are small, for people that need independent or people that have the time to teach, for Christian and secular. I have all the options listed there. I also have it in a printable form if you just want to see all my recommendations, my top recommendations for learning styles. So that is like the biggest resource that I've put together for you guys, completely free. Go over to my blog, homeschoolon.com. You can click on the quiz or you can find the link in today's podcast episode on my blog if you click on podcast. But I I encourage you to go take that. I encourage you to get help. Um, I also may have a Brave Writer course. I do happening um, March 4th, but if you're catching this as a replay and it's too late, then you can come over on Facebook and join Keep Calm and Brave Writer on where I help you come up with a Brave Writer. I've got kind of a free sample month of what it looks like for us. I would love to help you find a way to enjoy your curriculum more the whole Marie Kondo thing where it's like pick up your clothing and does it bring you joy and I mean I kind of laugh about it but the reality is there's there's an aspect in that 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 is true when you look at your curriculum is your child just like are you like that or are you both excited about it and and finding curriculum that you can be excited about that works for you rather than you working for it so it's these little things these little things that can make the difference in in really enjoying homeschooling but a lot of it is just that pressure it's our own expectations and our own perspective remember why you're doing this and if you don't know why you're doing this write it down why are you doing this why are you homeschooling what is the value in it for you find the joy. Find the joy. And I'll leave you and I'll end with these few words from my daughter. I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing, amazing homeschool week. If you've got questions, email me. You guys go to my blog. There's a contact form. Email me. Join my newsletter. I send out weekly encouragement. I update you on new things that are happening. And I just would love to hear from you. So I hope you have an amazing week and I will talk to you again next time. I think homeschooling is worth it.